Okay, let's have a bit of a yak. Having a talk. Get the sound right. Then uh, I we'll mean, do we'll... a podcast. Yeah, all right. I think it's a good song. Maybe we should use that as our opening tune. <laughs> well, I mean, it's season two. Maybe we should... Uh... Um, yeah, maybe, maybe we need new music. Maybe we need a new opening opening theme. Okay, well, I'll work on that for, for next week. Okay. I'll, I'll listen to this back. See how I'll you go, feel about it. See, see those good lyrics. Yeah, and, and go, then... oh, yeah, they're, they're the best. I can hum along. Yeah, you can hum. That's what it'll be. It'll be. It'll be literally <laughs> what I just did, and you humming. We'll record you humming along. Yeah, and then that'll be it. Cool. It's season two, new theme tune. Season two theme tune. Let's roll with the old theme tune for now, though. I think we should. Welcome back to the Space Jam Continuum, the show where we try to make a cohesive cinematic universe out of something that was never meant to be one. I'm wearing headphones for some reason. That's it's a good look. I'm Carl Noble. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to take him off. No, okay, I think you should. Yeah, because otherwise your ears are going to get. It's too also hot. very distracting. Like I don't know how people, you know, yeah, have themselves you... in the monitors while they're talking. Like, yeah, it's slightly off point, especially if you put like a one second delay on yourself. Yeah, that's, oh, I mean, it's the worst. That was that was horrible. That, yeah. was, a, that was a clumsy start. Oh, I'm well. keeping it. Yeah, no, no. Let's 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 roll with it. Uh, so uh, last week, I mean, we had a bit of a breakdown at the end there, didn't we? We did. It all became about mirrors. I mean, I th- still think we need to keep those those issues in mind. What was going on there? But it was very hard to identify. Yeah. But in the back of anything Daffy and Porky related, mostly Daffy related, I reckon, because we didn't think that was a Porky pig. No. But no. Anything Daffy related, we really need to have a uh, have that in the back of our minds. Yeah, no. I think just I think... in the hope of coming up with something better than you know, just mirrors, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> so it was probably just a complex use of mirrors. Yeah. So yeah. that was a bad ending. We apologise for that, but we had nothing. So, yeah. So, so sometimes these things just happen. Though. Sometimes we try our our damnedest to see the just, thread, and sometimes you just can't just see it. No, it's just nothing. It's just an invisible thread running uh, through it. So, I mean, we're going to have to move on. Uh, we're going to watch Back Alley Uproar. Uh, it's Uproar. Yeah. Ah, ah see yeah. what they've done there. See where this is coming from. Uh, it's an Elmer and Sylvester number from March 27th, 1948. Yep. But we have had an episode before with a cat singing outside a window. Yes, we have. I mean, this Notes does... to You. Yeah, and this is basically, they've just... And I think this is going to be... They've just banged Sylvester and coloured it in. Really similar. Now, what's interesting about that is, like, we've seen them trying to rewrite Porky's history. Mm-hmm. What possible reason could they have to be rewriting that whatever cat notes that was. Uh, notes to you from 1941? Because that even that that you know that was before Porky went mad as well. It was. I mean, because like, this is the first pairing of Elmer and uh, Sylvester, so maybe they're just trying to establish a deeper background between these two characters. Who was being irritated in the 1941 one though? Like the cat was just a cat. Yeah. Who was inside? Who was getting angry? Was it not Porky? Was it Porky? Or was it Elmer? And it's just Sylvester's been put in. I reckon we just pause for a second and go back and have a little look. I think that's a good idea. Yeah.
Did it do it? You're on the wrong list. You're back. You're on the forty-eight list. Oh, it's the same window, though, isn't it? Yeah. Because they definitely just went up to nineteen forty-one there. So there's nineteen forty. Notes to you, Porky Pig. So it was Porky. It was Porky. Porky was being yeah. Annoyed. Yeah. Uh, so and the cat wasn't named either. So the cat was just a cat. That does make a bit more sense as to why they were, would replace it, though. They're yes. just replacing like, the, instead the, of replacing Porky with Porky. They're just replacing Porky with, with Elmo. Compl- it's just like let's yeah, let's just iron redo that out. That. Yeah. Let's redo that. Well, let's watch it anyway. Uh, so we're watching Back Alley Uproar, uh, which is an Elmer and Sylvester number from March twenty seventh, nineteen forty eight. premise that was the same episode yeah like a lot of things were really quite different yeah so sylvester has replaced the you know just cat. generic cat from before yep. elmer's replaced porky sylvester's rehearsing opera outside the window yeah for no particular reason though it does seem to be just to annoy elmer yeah so previously it seemed like it was an alley cat who that that's just where he lived yeah. and he was practicing opera we yeah. thought maybe previously he was auditioning for yeah, porky, yeah because Porky's at that time porky was director and a director yeah um sylvester just seems out to annoy elmer he um, does a bloody good job of like it. it's not it's really not long into the episode before he's just in elmer's house like just laying traps basically yes. yeah, yeah um like being annoying on the stairs uh to lure him out yeah uh, during that sequence, Elmer grabs him and ties him up, but Sylvester has, like, big, like, clodhopper-like boots on. Yeah. And Elmer grabs him, ties him up, replaces the shoes with basketball trainers, just for one... Yeah. It was really weird, because it was like, oh, for why like, has he got basketball sh- like for shoes Like on. a second and a half. Yeah. It doesn't come up again, but he's got basketball shoes all of a sudden. Yeah, and yeah. It's like it, it's the, all these little things. Yeah, there's just little just bits like, which are just woven in, isn't there? Like, and it's just like I can't see why this is the way you would issue him the shoes. No, uh, I don't see why you need to hide it. But this I, does seem to have been, at least that sequence, a cover for issuing Sylvester some some sneakers. Yeah, for for, for no apparent reason as well. And the thing is, is I mean, we know that Elmer has had a certain amount of power transfer from Bugs. So is it possible that him and Bugs are now at least wo- working towards the same end goal? Yeah, I, I don't reckon they're working together. But do you reckon they... But I reckon they are both now... Going right. They both know. They both know yeah. something's going to happen, either baseball or basketball related. So, um, it, like, Although... The only Bugs basketball thing we've seen, I think, was before the power transfer to Elmer. Yeah. And since then, Bugs has been doing quite a lot of baseball stuff. Yeah. 
Well, may, like, like, like maybe, maybe they've taken a sport, a sport each, each and went... Yeah. Right. So I'm thinking Elmer doesn't have the ability to travel in time yet, but he has, pri- he has prior knowledge of what's going to happen and is trying to prep for and it. He know, and he knows that like they're not going to have the level of control over which way that is going to go. Yeah. Like, so they're both they know Michael Jordan part. is of some principal importance. Yeah. Uh, and they know that he's going to quit basketball and start playing baseball. And they don't know really yeah, when. Yeah, so they're kind of hedging the bets, really, aren't they? don't they? know really when the, the aliens are going to arrive. Yeah. So they're hedging their bets there, I reckon. But Elmer, I don't know. Bugs seems to be putting in some more identifiable work and practice. Although he seems to fo- be focusing on himself. Getting himself ready. Yeah. I mean, he, like, he is spending a bit of time kind of like trying to prep some of the other people, but not as much as he's... But maybe he knows he just needs to get because also to we top ha- form. Because also we had a Bugs uh, Gosmer episode, and Gosmer yep. are already basketball trainers. Yeah. And we thought that would we would see more Bugs and Gosmer together. And we haven't really. No. And I think no, that's haven't. because Bugs has gone... It's Elmer's job. Yeah, possibly. Do you think he's just gone, you know... Dear Elmer, yeah, uh, can uh, you go check out this big hairy guy playing orange hairy thing? <laughs> yeah, uh, you know, here's the coordinates. You're sincerely your arch nemesis, Bugs <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I mean, like, because that's the that, that's the only thing that makes sense to me as to why Sylvester <laughs> ended up wearing basketball trainers. That's the only thing that makes sense to you. Yeah, I can't. Uh, I just can't come up with a a better reason for that. Yeah, and it, like it was just really odd. Just for like a couple of frames, yeah, they were, like they were basketball, basketball sneaks all of a sudden. Mm. Uh, Elmer definitely uh, still hasn't really got to grips with having a human body. Yeah, he doesn't like, realize Sylvester his body parts can up can the feel stairs, pain. Put some uh, like tacks down on the yeah. floor. And Elmer like nearly grabs. Uh, I can't remember what he's chasing him with before. It, um, it's something to hit him with. Yeah, like you know, a blunt implement. And he runs down the stairs. He's nearly slipping on the stairs. He runs over the tacks. And he just as he got over the tax, he's so annoyed by those, he turns around to go back upstairs to get his gun, but he yeah. just runs back over the tax. It doesn't round. It's not like it's a massive amount of tax. Yeah. It's yeah, just it's a really... line of tax. <laughs> <laughs> he grabs his gun and then he slips, slides down the stairs and runs over the tax again. Yeah. Just to get himself rolled up. Uh, so, like, I don't know. I, I think he can tell he was sort of hindered. Yeah. And he's annoyed about it, but he doesn't have the. Like the tactile uh, intelligence to connect the the things, no. he just goes. Well, I know I'm annoyed now. Better go and get my gun. Yeah, so he just, just does it again. Like, I don't think he's linking the two bits. Um, but Sylvester basically trades out positions with another cat. He just goes, hey, come, yeah, come he's over here. But like, he sees he sees Emma coming with the gun. Yeah, he switcheroos with another. But cat. But this other cat can sing, can sing oh, yeah. really well, but very differently to Sylvester. Yeah, and Elman. Elman knows at this point, like he's not just like oh, it's a cat as a cat. Yeah, he can tell the difference because he just whacks this other cat with the yeah, butt of his gun. Gets a bit dazed and slinks off. Yeah. and then Elm and then Sylvester turns up and the guns immediately back on him. Yeah, uh, Sylvester and starts singing a lullaby. Uh, yeah, and like immediately as soon as he goes go to sleep uh, Elman's like stop it yeah so like, Elman knows this works yeah. Elman knows and is worried he's like yeah, I know I've got to sleep song, like, well, now I'm going to get that no, please no, no please don't say me like, <laughs> and that was like, it. he knows that works on yeah. him 
But and now Sylvester, we know. Now we do, yeah. But Sylvester basically carries Elmer to bed, puts him in, gives him a little kiss on the cheek, and wanders off. And you're like, oh, that's quite nice. And immediately just gets on his one-man band suit. So he just <laughs> sent him to sleep, put him into bed, just to annoy him again. He's like, fuck yeah. it. I'm going to wake you up now. But then there's a couple of things raised by this. So, like, Elmer wakes up. He's annoyed. Yeah. He runs out and round the corner to, like, uh, like a workman's, like, little shack. Little yeah. Booth. They, well, there's clearly some roadworks going on. And it says danger explosives on the side. They just leave those out. Yeah, just a box of dynamite. And, like, so previously we've wondered, you know, does that out-and-out kill tunes? Yeah. Like, because we've had this wor- worry, like... Since the second cartoon we ever watched yes. with that dog, what killed all those people, and I, here we have pretty much confirmed that yes, explosives yes, do expl- kill tunes. Do kill tunes because he lights the dynamite. He doesn't leave. No, he just kills himself. Yeah, so he can get a, some kip, and he's up on a cloud getting some kip, and then the nine uh, lives of Sylvester all float up and around yeah, him, come sailing songs. So, currently, like, Elmer and Sylvester canonically. Are dead. They're dead. So, so that's going to be difficult. Well, especially next episode. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like, like what? What are we going to? That they're dead. Like all nine lives went up. If, all, I, if we'd only seen eight lives, yeah. But we saw the ninth one. We yeah. saw the ninth one there. They were labelled. They yeah. were labelled lives. And we definitely and we saw know how Elmer that works there. because we've seen cats. They need. Yeah, to they, need, they need to have at least one in them to pull the rest back. Their last life in, so they can keep keep going. So, yeah, I don't know. I mean, they're dead. They're dead. But, I mean, the, like the the thing is, is we know bugs can't allow that to happen. I guess, yeah, I suppose. And will bugs do something about it? And does that have something to do with the basketball trainers? <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? Let's uh. I don't think next episode's going to help us. I don't think it's going to answer it, but we'll see what uh, situation Sylvester has found himself in at this point anyway. Uh, So the next one up is uh, I Tore a Putty Tat. Um, Classic. It's a Sylvester, Tweety, and Hector number, as you'd expect from that title. Of course. Uh, From April 2nd, 1948. Uh, Presumably, Sylvester's alive. Alive? Yeah. Hopefully this will answer some questions. I doubt it. Yeah, me too. Something powerful in the cosmos wants Sylvester dead. Yeah. But what is it and why? the second consecutive episode where he's died. We can only presume that... I mean, we know know he's on the Toon Squad. Yeah. So, like, we know pretty much that Bugs or Elmer, with their Toon Lord powers, will have got to bring him back. But something else is at play. Something wants him gone. Like, this is a pretty run-of-the-mill Sylvester Tweety episode. Yeah. But it ends with uh, Tweety having offed Sylvester. Like, Sylvester's done. Yeah, and in the same way that he kind of confirms his other kills in earlier episodes. You know, like, like we kind of thought that, you know, once Sylvester and Tweety got together, that Tweety would have met his match. Yeah. And was like, right, you know, it, it's just like an, an unstoppable force versus an immovable object yeah and it's like maybe it's not in this situation the episode starts and sylvester's killed the last five canaries in the house and he's yep. tallied them up on the wall and then it ends with uh, tweety in the cat basket 
having chalked up a cat on the yeah i mean like, like the the, the, the owner of you know tweety and um sylvester she's a terrible pet owner because yeah. she just picks up the phone so once one of them's dead like either one like she just picks up the phone she doesn't even say a name yeah <laughs> and the pet the pet shop knows who she is and she's like can you send me another <laughs> That's cat? That's such a fucking good point. Yeah. Like, like, they just like, know. It's like, oh, send me another one? Yeah, it's, it's that woman again. She's killed another animal. <laughs> like, I didn't pick up on that at all. <laughs> so it's like, like, she's terrible. She uh, doesn't even go to the shop to get them. I no, she's up just on like, that, I'll send I one round. I pick up on the fact that she didn't have to go, hello, it's... No, no, she's <laughs> just like, hello, pet shop, can you send me another one, please? Like, uh, all right. <laughs> Like, they must presume she's eating them at this point. <laughs> I mean, I guess so, yeah. But yeah. I didn't get the impression that Tweety was there for for more than a day. No, 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 no. He just, he just, he just rocked up that day. So, so yeah. I, I, like, and in the end, like, I mean, Tweety doesn't actually get the kill. No, but but, it, but, but, but he facilitates the, the killing. Yeah, by making a dog and a cat fight to death in a birdcage. Yeah, in a birdcage. I mean, like, we don't actually see Sylvester die. We just have it confirmed. We've, it's, it's, it, it's just Tweety says, there's there's another one gone. So Tweety doesn't... I mean, maybe yeah, Tweety's I guess, just never, a liar. Because the owner always assumed that the canaries had escaped. Yeah. So, I mean, there's a chance Sylvester's going, but I don't, I, the trouble is I just don't feel like Tweety's a liar. No, I mean, I don't. Like, I feel like Tweety, has a, as a vendetta, has a mission, and it's killing cats. Yeah. Because, like, there are several points in the episode where he just jumps into Sylvester's mouth. Do you think it's possible that uh, the aliens are aware of the the portal the aliens from space are aware of the portal and are sending people back to try and off it's possible yeah they they could have their own thing going on do you think tweety I mean, might be one of them i don't know tweet tweet you think tweety would be would have been an interloper in toon squad well, I mean, like, like, I know he makes it to Toon Squad, but I mean that's much further down the line, and it's and and it's very possibly as a change of heart halfway through. Do but tweet, he seems to be he seems to be wanting. A ter- do you think Tweety is like a Terminator? Yeah, he's <laughs> like been sent back, and then at, at some point maybe another Tweety's going to get sent back, but it it was by by bugs yeah. rather than by so by, uh, like, like, by uh, aliens. Yeah, so I'm, uh, like because Tweety definitely has an agenda. And it's to take out Sylvester because he is actively trying to kill him. Yeah, I mean, it's been cats, Sylvester's just it's been, been a cats cat. in general, but, yeah, but so it seems to be yeah, Sylvester it's, specifically. It, like, now. It's possible that you know it just didn't know. Just like in the Terminator, how many Sarah Connors got killed before? So we he think, found the actual Sarah Connor. That so do we think killing? Sylvester is is Sarah Connor in this situation? Yes. Okay. <laughs> yep, I'm in. Go <laughs> <laughs> roll with that for now. I mean, Tweety is a Terminator esque. Uh, entity um, definitely definitely adds up to me yeah because um, he's, he's relentless yeah I don't know if I think it's necessarily uh, I don't think it's a robot yeah I, I, I don't think it's necessarily um, the, the aliens from Space Jam but no I, I could see I could see how that's a, a solid working theory yeah um, is there anything else in this that particularly threw up any 
I mean, there's another use of Alum. Alum seems to be making more and more of an appearance yeah, in this. Alum's like, in. Yeah, it's like because like, that's a classic. That, that's a classic sort of like Looney Tunes thing where, and it's normally Tweety using it to make Sylvester's mouth into a really small butthole-looking thing. Yeah. Uh, can we? I mean, I don't know its relevance, but Tweety has a hat now. Yeah, and but Tweety occasionally has a hat, and yeah. it's like a it's. I don't know. Because I remember it getting sort of smaller and being at more jaunty angle later on. Yeah. But what's this hat about? I don't know. I, I mean, maybe it's to cover a bald spot? It's like... Maybe, because previously Tweety was bald. And yeah, now, so, so, so now maybe, his feathers have come in. Maybe he's just got a spot. And his that still him. just bald. Yeah. It's like, okay, I'll get a hat. I'll put the hat Pop on a little that. hat on there. Cover that up. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. We'll see about that. <laughs> yeah. They're like I don't know, I don't know what type of hat is it. Like it looks like a, it's sort of like little. It's like a little school. It's kind of like a schoolboy esque sort of hat. Yeah, it's like a little schoolboy esque hat with a little yeah, yeah a little, little tassel, like yeah. a ribbon bit. Yeah, but yeah, I just want to bring up that Tweety wears a hat. Now. He's got a hat, uh, and he's quite protective of it. We'll, yeah, we'll, oh yeah, yeah. We'll, like, he we'll jumps back, back into Sylvester's mouth, but to also get that uses hat it to disguise other things like as himself, Alan. like Alum and <laughs> a small explosive device. Yeah. So, 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 so maybe that's why he actually has the hat. Maybe it's not to cover a bald spot. It's, it's easy just because to disguise, it's a, disguise any other yellow item. Yeah, small yellow himself. item. Just put the hat on it. Well, he's going to think it's me. Yeah, maybe it's just a tactical choice. Yeah, yeah I could see that. He's issued it. Clever. He's sent back. Yeah, clever. Uh, shall we uh, just take a brief look in the Porky Piggy Bank? I think that's a good idea. All right, let's go do that. Yeah. Okay, so uh, we make the Space Jam continuum for free. Constantly. And that's not constantly, without relent, without anyone <laughs> asking us to do it. Uh, we, took, we took a bit of a pause. We but, did. You know, we're back. We're back. It's we're, still we're, free. Yeah, like, we're, like, we're back on it. It doesn't cost a penny for you guys to listen to it. And that's not going to change. Nope. Uh, but uh, Rob over at Kaiju uh, FM uh, hosts our podcast uh, yep. along with uh, a bunch of other good shows um and uh it's, it's not free to run that no no it's um not. so if you enjoy the show uh or uh, any of the other shows on uh kaiju fm please consider heading over there and just clicking support us at the top of the page and taking a look at the uh at the uh patreon, the patreon that's on there um it for us like you be as little as a dollar a month which means if you only listen to us it's like 25 cents an episode Just and cheap. every little uh helps like it goes a long way to to helping us keep this running yeah uh and uh, we want to keep doing this we so. do and uh, i mean if if you can't help out in a kind of financial spooging some money which on is way, fine which yeah which is totally acceptable because i mean you know who can these days? Yeah. But the best the, the best thing you do if you can't do that is to, you know, rate us, get us on uh you know, find us on iTunes or wherever else you listen to your podcasts and actually just leave a review because currently iTunes iTunes we have especially nothing. Yeah. Like we don't even show up as like a rated show. Yeah. And we know people listen to us yeah, on iTunes. We have the stats, we know a bunch of yeah. you listen to it on iTunes, so please, please, if you listen on iTunes, just take a minute out of your out of your time and, and leave us a review because yeah. it really helps our visibility and it helps us uh, get it out there. And Otherwise, just tell people about it. Yeah, like, like, just, get, like get out there, tell people. I mean, we do other things as well. Like, we don't just do this. So, you know, not only can you tell them about 
how awesome this is, you could also just mention some of the other things that we do. Yeah, so I'm uh, guesting currently over on The Prestige, also on Kaiju FM, uh, taking Rob begrudgingly through a load of Wes Anderson <laughs> movies, which uh, I'm enjoying much more than he is. Yeah, well, uh, yeah. I mean, although it's not, been, it's not been too bad. It's not been as bad as you thought. Uh, I'm also guesting on Millie Roleplayers, which is a live play RPG podcast, doing, uh, and I'm doing a bad Scottish accent and being a bit of a spy in, uh, in a sort of... <laughs> James Bond, Mission Impossible-esque spy romp. Uh, and you can uh, find them uh, at Merely Roleplay on Twitter uh, or just search Merely Roleplayers anywhere you listen to your podcasts. Uh, it's been really good fun. Yeah. Uh, and they're good podcast buddies. Good podcast buddies. Uh, me and Mike. Uh, so uh, Mike's one of, our, one of our good friends. And uh, we do a brewing podcast on uh, Kaiju called By the Mash Tun. So if you're at all interested in home brewing or, you know, beer reviews or anything like that, by all means, you know, just get onto Kaiju and have a little look at By the Mashtun, where we will be brewing some beer, we'll be drinking it, talking about it, and yeah, just generally making a nuisance out of ourselves while getting slightly drunk. Uh, so that's where you can, uh, you know, find us and some other good stuff uh, to listen to around the internet. Uh, otherwise, you know. Thank you so much for listening. Yeah, and, it makes uh, a big difference. And any anything you can uh, chuck us to help us out is so heavily appreciated. But otherwise, just keep listening because we, we like to know you are. Exactly. Let's watch I, some cartoons, I eh? Think, yeah, I think it's a good idea. We've got some important stuff to go sort out. Okay, so depending on how much this throws up for us, uh, this might be the last one. We might be able to squeeze in one more. But, I don't uh, know, man. First appearance of the Crusher. First appearance of the Crusher. That's like, got, I mean, that, that's that, that classic character, the, the crusher. crusher. Who the fuck is the Crusher? I've never heard of the, I mean, I probably have heard of the Crusher, but it doesn't say first and then final appearance of the Crusher. I've heard so of the Crushinator, but that was in Futurama. Yeah, very different. Very different. Very different. But, I no, mean, Pa, <laughs> I love him. What if it is the same one? Let's find out. <laughs> I think we should. Oh, by the way, it's Rabbit Punch. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just before we start, it's Rabbit Punch, Bugs Bunny, The Crusher, April 10th, 1948. It's good someone's on the ball. <laughs> I know. It's a shame it's you. So we do vaguely recognise The Crusher. Yeah. Like, it, I, I... Just a big unit who's a boxer. <laughs> yeah, yeah. A big unit who's a boxer. Yeah. Uh... Now, one thing I found interesting just in the opening of this is that Bugs, the way Bugs gets embroiled in this boxing match is um, very similar to the way he got his baseball practice in, which yeah. is sit there heckling loudly <laughs> from the sidelines until they get annoyed and make you play. Yeah. He's pretty um, good at it as well, though. Yeah. Um, well, he's good at baseball. He wasn't great at no, boxing. No, but I mean, he's, he's 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 good at being kind. Of, he's good at heckling and then getting thrown into something which he's, you know, oh yeah, possibly not ready to do. Yeah, he can pretty much guarantee yeah. that's going to happen. Yeah. Uh, I mean, so he doesn't he doesn't do that well in the early rounds of this boxing match. Boxing no. matches back then were, were long. They weren't this long. This goes to like 110 rounds. Yeah. Um, but in the Tooniverse, it does seem that like past a certain point. Anything uh, goes. I don't think it's that anything goes because it definitely escalates in a 
like a controlled fashion in a reasonably controlled fashion yeah i yeah i reckon it is i reckon there's a bit more audience participation i reckon it's a bit more like a wrestling match where people are like you know get the chair get the chair but or do you in think this situation, like sort of like it escalates through. Thing. It's like it's like okay, it's you know, it's round thirty. This is the point where you're allowed to start putting like horseshoes in your gloves, yeah. or like <laughs> building your fist into a, a little brick house, yeah. <laughs> just so you hit harder. And then like come round, sort of sixty-ish. It's like okay, this is the point where it's acceptable to fire yourself from a cannon <laughs> uh, at your opponent, uh, and come. Round 110, you know, people in the audience presumably yelling, get the train, get the train. (laughs) Tie them to the tracks, (laughs) get the train out. (laughs) Uh, Because that seemed perfectly legit as well. Um, It's the first time I think we've seen Bugs sort of, like, admit defeat. Yeah. Because at a certain point, the screen just goes blank. We, We thought, we thought it was... It like we, it it worked. We genuinely thought it was, it was yeah. So it so, so, went, so, went white. Yeah. So it like it kind of did that thing where like the the film flickered and then melted. You see, I missed that part. I just yeah. heard the noise and like no, it was it was it was the the, the oh, so it flickered the... and then it melted yeah. and then just went white. Yeah. And Bugs comes onto the screen and basically just goes, oh, you know, it, these things happen. I guess yeah. <laughs> So my feeling in that regard is that Bugs basically, you know, got into the situation where he realised it was when they got the train out and he was tied to the tracks. They realised he kind of needed to get out of there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, at which point, I presume he deploys some emergency soil. Yeah. Uh, like just chucks that down and goes... As a touch of it. And basically just time travels out of there. Um, I wonder if that sort of white limbo-esque thing is what like the time and space sort of uh interim is like when he travels yeah and the portal must have like just kind of dragged with him at that point because he does because he does kind of go well oh, i think because know. he's the he was the principal yes, character the- and the portal follows its point of interest like it just followed bugs yeah um which was interesting because that means that probably that the portal and bugs's method of time travel are in some way related mm. if you can follow yeah. him there um so i wonder if like sort of in that white area in a sort of scott pilgrim way like with ramona and the doors yes yeah yeah like that white area just anything is a door uh and uh like he can, can just jump in and out can just jump in yeah so, like anywhere else he, he jumps through the soil that's a door he comes out of a door in that white zone and then um like, can just jump jump back in at different points. He j- but I imagine he walks up to just an area of that white bit yeah. and just opens it like it's a door. And then suddenly it's a door that everyone can see. Yes. So if he's got a companion running through there, that's how they see it. Yeah. Like, like the bit in The Matrix where they get the, uh, where they get the guns. Yes. And it's just it's nothing. It's a blank space. And then, and then all of a sudden it's just like, nowhere. Bloop, there it is. Because I think that's also probably how he just grabs stuff. Like it's yeah. just like, I think it, yeah, it's probably a lot like The Matrix. Yeah, I mean, it, what was interesting is he did try his best to kind of uphold the ruse as well, though. he, When he's in this white bit, he goes, ah, oh, confidentially, like, basically, I did this, and just gets out of Paris as, as if he cut the, cut film. the film. But I think that's... And I, it was like, ah, you're just trying to pretend that it's not you time-travelling around the place. Yeah, it's interesting, because I wonder... 
is it that he can create that illusion? Because we've seen him create illusions before. Like yeah. the, it was a weird color dot thing. Yeah. Uh, when oh, it was the last appearance of Doctor Kill Patient. Yes. Yes, because it was. one of the rounds in this, Bugs pretends to be a physician, and the looks a bit different, but like the clothes are the same. Yeah. He just doesn't have as long of a beard. No. But uh, I think that's the return of classic Dr. Bugs <laughs> character, Dr. <laughs> Kill Patient. Dr. Kill Patient. Um, but uh, yeah, in the last episode where he disguised himself as Dr. Kill Patient, um, he created the illusion of these like colored yeah. dots. In this one, like, do, do we think he created the illusion of like the film breaking and melting? Or do you think that was added in post by the archivists at the agency it's hard to say really because like at this point do we think people do we think it's the portals still going out live in that in the theater yeah and or and do it's we being think filmed. they've realized that that's happening and they like you know that theater's closed and, and they're just it. filming it and then putting it out yeah i don't know because we haven't the the only way to really kind of say which way it's going is whether or not there is any sort of participation from audience like we saw early on, you know, where we saw silhouettes popping up and interaction with um, theatre audience from the Toon side. Yeah, because I'm starting because we haven't seen that for a while now. Yeah, and I'm starting to believe. Yeah, we haven't seen the silhouettes yeah. in a while, and I'm starting to believe that like there is and has been for quite some time that direct collaboration, like between Toon agents yes. and agents from our side. Uh, yeah, so like, I'm currently feeling that maybe Bugs can't create uh, that illusion. those illusions through the portal. They have to be added. Yeah, possibly. Because um, I think the last time with Dr. Kill Patient, I don't think there was silhouettes. He talks out of the frame. Yeah. But I think that's... You know, he has the ability to jump out of there and he's pretty sure the portal's going to follow him because in this situation... Like there were no other principal. No, he, I mean he, he was confident Whereas if that, he's, that was if going he, with If he's him. in like a pork an episode with other with Porky or Daffy, yeah, or it something might like that, it might stay. It's with like, what if he doesn't follow him? Yeah, or what if he's not the protagonist? Yeah. Um, oh, that would hurt his ego as well. Yeah, like so he has to find other ways out of those. But in this one, he's just sort of he goes, "I'm putting an end to this." Yeah. And yeah, so I I just think because I because for a while, out outside of uh, like we we've always been pretty sure who sits on the agency on this side like it's all like it's like charles m jones and leon Slessinger yes and yeah like like yeah the, the people who make the cartoon yeah the directors the, the directors producers, the, ag- the writers no, like it's animators. like <laughs> bullshit God, like, that's a thing but yeah so we've always been pretty sure who the ones on our side are yeah and we've you know uh we've theorized about, yeah. that an ancient lobster uh santa claus uh sits on the the council as it yes. were um but the other tune side we were never really sure whether it's the characters we're seeing or if it's something completely different and like even if it's not the characters that we see as protagonists i do kind of feel like there is some collaboration directly between the characters we yes. see as protagonists and whoever yeah. on the tune side sits on the council if it isn't Bugs. If it yeah, if it isn't them directly, no. I, it, I mean, I would be surprised if Bugs was sitting on the council at this point. I wouldn't be surprised if Bugs is sitting on the council now, but I'd be surprised if he's sitting on the council at that point. Do you know who I wouldn't be surprised if they sat on the council even after everything? Go on then, Porky the Third. Oh, that. I mean, if you're going to run a super secret intelligence agency, yeah, you want like, a guy who that's has... the kind of guy you you you, you do go. Do you know what? 
He's got contacts. He's got the skills. Yeah. He's he got has. the skills. So, you know, like kind of like when they, like the FBI catch like a major Hacker criminal and then they yeah. go, can you help us out? Yeah, it's like, you're really good at that, aren't you? We want you on our side. Like Frank Abagnale. <laughs> yeah. Like, um, yeah. So like, I, I, I wouldn't be surprised. Maybe that's why we haven't maybe seen not him for yet, a while. But I wouldn't be surprised if he's doing a bit of time in jail and. Well, like he, because he, we, we pretty much think he's been sort of on the lam. Yeah. Because he was definitely just milling about oh, with yeah. the ICBM in his kitchen. And then, like, if they catch him or have caught him, do some time in jail, and then as soon as something starts rising up, I wouldn't be surprised if if they go. We need someone who can get into the head of this maniac. Yeah. And I think I've got just the good, soft, pink boy. Uh, so kind of like Sean Connery in Not the Not yet, but I just think that's the kind of thing that might happen. Yeah, no, I can see that. Uh, well. Well, I mean, I got more from that than I actually thought we had. Yeah. Like we, like, it was right, like right at the end, though, that, 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 that finisher. Woo. Yeah, it, was like, it, it seemed like it was going to be pretty inconsequential and actually, you know... Had, had a pretty hard think about yeah. Bugs's powers and about how boxing works and about uh, <laughs> about collaboration with the agency. Yeah, I think it's a it it's a solid place to kind of you know take a break. We're gonna have a week to ruminate on these yeah. subjects. Yeah, we still need to work out sort of when and if Bugs sorted out the Elmer Sylvester death debacle. Yeah, and the second Sylvester death debacle, but. You know that we can we can save that. They're all yeah. they're all good juicy questions. To they're, 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 yeah, they're all open questions. So uh, oh so well. uh, yeah. Uh, until next week, you can find us uh, on Twitter at TSJ Community. Yeah. Uh, any theories and queries you have, or if you just want to tell us you like us or you hate us, <laughs> go for it. <laughs> just it's the have it. it. It's the internet. <laughs> Where used to that? Goes. <laughs> We're pretty thick skinned. Uh, so you can find us there. Uh, you can find us on Facebook. Just uh, search the Space Jam Continuum. Uh, and you know we'll you get updates when the episodes are up and when we're doing various things yep. uh there's also a little uh group to have a chat in there uh so yeah please uh get involved with the discussion because i do like hearing other people's theories especially since we did the live one and it was like ah oh, that's good that's good material yeah that's good stuff there's a lot of people with some very interesting questions yeah uh so yeah uh, get involved in the chat uh otherwise until next week uh see ya yeah. bye, bye.